Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Good. And again, these early screenings are always going to have very positive buzz, um, regardless of quality, because a lot of it is, you know, people related to people who are in the movie, um, or people who are in the movie, or people who worked in the movie, or, you know, press who likes Marvel movies. So it's like seeing, you know, people talk about the movie positively doesn't always necessarily correlate to good reviews from these early reviews. But, we'll see. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm seeing it uh, Thursday night in two days. Um, and thankfully, I've said this before, the movie is only two hours long. Um, and I, I love that. Uh, if a movie, you can get a movie in, and I don't just for two and a half hours to get the full story. Uh, fantastic. That bus should not have made that maneuver. Um, this motherfucker is going to hold up traffic. All these motherfuckers are going to hold up traffic. Um, so, let's talk about um, Under the Banner of Heaven, which is today's topic conversation. The new Andrew Garfield show on the Hulus, which will be uh, his, uh, I think it's his last thing for a little bit. I think he said he's taking a break from acting. And Andrew Garfield's had a tremendous like year or two, um, because like... Forgetting his reprisal and reclaiming of his Spider-Man, um, where, you know, I, I think that that was kind of part of the biggest, you know, thing about all of a sudden people loving his Spider-Man was people hated his Spider-Man for a long time. His Spider-Man was absolutely detested by a good amount of audience members, and I feel like, you know, that was very easily forgotten with uh, No Way Home. And the reason that this kind of, you know, worked in his favor here um, was because he, he was given a chance to, to play Spider-Man properly. And then time has passed. You know, time heals all wounds, so that kind of worked in his favor, too. But more or less, he's also Spider-Man the entire time he's in the movie. He doesn't have to worry about the secret identity aspect of it, where he's got to play Peter Parker to an extent instead of, you know, being Spider-Man. Because I think that, like... It is kind of like the anonymity of being under the mask allows him to unleash a little bit more. Um, so I, I think that that idea kind of plays here. Um, uh, what was the other one? Um, oh, yeah. 
Miles Morales would have more of a reason to end up in... What's it? Miles Morales from Spider-Verse would have more of a reason to end up in... What's it called? Uh, in, in the in the base universe than... Um, what's his name? Than Electro. But Electro did not know Peter Parker was Spider-Man because that was the key thing to to get moved across universes was that you needed to know that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. And Electro did not know that. As evidenced by his line, I thought you were going to be white. Uh, I thought you were going to be black. Um, but we're getting way off topic here. Um, but besides that, he also had Tick, Tick, Boom, which is one of my favorite movies from last year, uh, where he played Jonathan Larson, who was the creator of... Uh, What's it called? The creator of um, that other, the other play, Rent, um, and just a great all-around, you know, movie. Uh, very well done, um, and, and he's he's fantastic in it. Uh, he played um, what's his name Baker in the eyes of Tammy Faye. He played her husband, um, and he he's just been having a very good time of it. And I think that a lot of it is people were very quick to dismiss as, oh, he's Spider-Man. And he's a Spider-Man we don't like. In the same way that, like, you know, we see... Oh, Tobey Maguire's playing Charlie Chaplin. And people are like, oh, well, that'll be good. Because we like Tobey Maguire. And it's like, let's see how the movie is. Let's see how it plays. Let's see how it goes before we roundly dismiss or roundly praise a decision. Um, and I think people were quick to dismiss movies that had Andrew Garfield in it because of that. But he was good. He's been good in basically everything he was in. And, you know, to be fair, he's good in his two Spider-Man movies. It's just the two Spider-Man movies he's in are not good. He is, like, Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. Amazing Spider-Man 2, despite having some of, like, the most interesting visual, like, Spider-Man fight sequences, it's not a good movie. Um, it's just not. It's a, uh, it's, it's, it's not boring, per se, but it is, you know, it is a bit of a slog, and, you know, like, that sequence, though, with him trying to rescue, uh, what's her name, um, Gwen Stacy is fantastic, and it's fun, it's a, it's a, it's a, a heart-wrenching, you know, sequence, and it's very well done, you know, his fights with Electra were all great and really cool, um, and, 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 you know, unlike, you know, Peter Parker in, you know, No Way Home, and in, um, well, to a lesser extent, uh, not No Way Home, uh, Far From Home, lesser extent, you know, Homecoming especially, he relies on the spider, you know, the Spider-Man powers, the swinging, the momentum that comes with the swinging, all of that. He relies on that a lot more, um, and uses that to his advantage instead of his punchy-punchy, which is always a positive. Um, but looking at, you know, what he's done here, he's got another great acting performance, but I think the problem with this show, Under the Banner of Heaven, is it's only the acting performance that's shining through. It's only Andrew Garfield's great performance that's making this show continuously watchable. Um, where it's like, all of this stuff about Mormonism is, you know, cool. And I think laying out the, you know, the, the issues that come with... Uh, I don't want to say cultish, um, behavior, but there is, there is a little, like, it is portraying Mormonism as kind of a cult, um, and they go out of their way to do that in a way that, like, Big Love never did, um, which was the HBO show about the Mormon family, um, with the three wives, 
Um, but like the the idea that um, like when you watch this show, it's like they they're all like you know devout Mormons, and they're all talking about you know they they refer to Heavenly Father a lot, and it's like it's one of those things where it's like if this was like Jonestown, you'd be like, oh, this is fucked up, but this is more these are Mormons, so you're like, oh, okay, that's just a sect of sect of Catholicism, so I guess it's okay. It's a weird kind of, you know, thing you gotta wrap your head around while you're watching, but, and, and it's done to effect, it's gotta be done on purpose, uh, with the intent to, um, what's it called, um, with the intent to be like, oh, so this is, you know, this is what we're, you know, what we're doing, um, and we're doing this to, to make it look like a cult on purpose, and be like, Oh, so we are, this is, this is the big, you know, the big deal. Um, it's an interesting adjustment that the the viewer has to make, um, uh, as they're watching. It's an interesting kind of, like, you know, thing that needs to happen. But I think that the other problem is, like, you know, it's one of those things where it's not so much a problem with the show, but a problem with how the show will be perceived, um, there is the problem that there are segments of the population that believe that Hollywood is out there to demonize, you know, Christians and demonize Christian America, and they don't make good Christian stories anymore, which is why, you know, Hallmark was such a big thing for a long time with the Hallmark Channel, and then once the Hallmark Channel got too liberal, if that's possible, um, which I don't think it has, I think it was still very conservative, but it got too liberal, so now there's Great American Country Family, which is even more conservative, and it's like, look, you guys got your thing, if you want to watch this, I got this, and the, the issue is, this is a true story, um, and, and, you know, all of the aspects that go into it, the idea of the not accepting of outsiders, and the xenophobia that goes with that, and, you know, um, that all comes from reality, like, and not even, you know, oh, well, anecdotally, we heard this story, and then that was the, you know, and then we were, you know, we're, we're trying to fit it into this narrative, no, this is this story, this specific story about this murder, um, and I think that the, the ultimate problem that I have with this, you know, with this is that Hulu's other shows have been really good. Hulu's other two true crime shows that I've watched have been really good. The Dropout with uh, with Amanda Seyfried as Elizabeth Holmes was really good. Even if, like, to the point where I was willing to put aside my misgivings regarding, you know, certain motivation questions that still lingered in a show about what she did. And it's like, and, and, and what she did was fraud. So, like, you know, that is one big thing. Like, that, that, like, that was a very well done show. Then on the other side was, you know, the other show, which was, um, fuck, what's it called? Um, fuck. Uh, oh, um, The Girl from Plainville, which, you know, has done a lot, like, it's done a lot of, like, interesting storytelling, where it's, you know, portraying the conversations, uh, over text as a spoken conversation, 
is unique. It's something that's never been done before on a TV show. Um, and it's, you know, it's something that adds to what's going on. So you get a lot of things like that where it's like, oh, this is cool, this is cool, this is cool, this is cool. But at the end of the day, the question remains, well, what what's the, you know, what is this show going to do that's better or worse than, than other things to make it stand out? And what we have is it's kind of like Joker in that way, where Joker is a perfectly passable movie. Like, it is a fine movie. Uh, and the only thing that makes Joker great and makes Joker watchable to an extent is, he, uh, not Heath Ledger, is uh, Joaquin Phoenix's performance as the Joker. If it doesn't have that performance, the movie is nothing. If it doesn't have that performance leading it and carrying it, the movie is absolutely nothing. So it requires that performance. And to an extent, this show is that. Um, but it's just also not a... Like, it's also not a movie. Like, in two hours, we're not close to resolving the plot in a meaningful way. In a way that, watching Joker, the movie's done in, at most, two and a half hours. I don't remember the exact runtime. Um... So you gotta stick with it to get the resolution you're looking for. Now, I, do I think the show will improve? I can't say definitively that the show will get better or the show will get worse. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I would certainly hope it improves. Um, but just you know, in a world of you know the other shows that Hulu is making and their other you know because they they really dived full-faced into the, you know, into the true crime, um, where, you know, since, you know, what's it called, since, uh, since the dropout started, probably even before that, too, I guess the dropout was the first one to fall into my radar, but since the dropout started, they, what's it called, they didn't, um, they haven't done a, uh, what's it called, They've, they, they haven't had a period where there was no true crime show running. And this is going to run for a few weeks, too, and, you know, it's going to give you something else to watch on top of, you know, The Flash and um, the other ones. And I will eventually get around to watching Severance on Apple TV. Um, but, yeah, what we're looking at here is, you know, underwhelming, but not underwhelming to the point where I'm going to stop watching, if that makes sense. Um, which is, you know, uh, a fine line to walk. Um, ideally, you know, the show would, would have me wanting to continue watching instead of just being like, well, you know, I watched two episodes. I think I got what's going on here. Which, you know, could be said about the uh, the Michelle Carter show. Where it's like, look, I watched, you know, I watched the first three episodes and I understood what they were going for and I understood what happened and I didn't really need to see more. Um... But there was also that scene at the end of, I think it was episode one, that kind of hooks you in. Which is the scene that shows Michelle's initial neuroses and, and, and her, her, her break from reality to an extent. The scene where she's, you know, doing the speech from Glee um, in time with, uh, what's her name? Um, Liam Michelle's character. Rachel. Um, and the fact, like, that scene 
is so well done and so, you know, and, and well acted and everything that it makes you go like, okay, this girl is crazy. I want to see more and see how this happened. Um, the show hasn't exactly delivered on that, but we will, you know, we'll, we'll talk about that more tomorrow after the finale, um, which comes out today. Um, so, yeah. So, under the banner of heaven, you can watch on Hulu. It comes out every Thursday. Um, and it is available to, uh, you know, it's included with your Hulu subscription. And if you have the Disney Plus bundle, you get the, what's it called? You get the, um, you get, uh, you get to watch that. Um, might as well use it. Um, so what else do we have this week? Um, so tonight, the girl from Plainview, uh, Ville, girl from Plainville, um, again, Plainview is a town on Long Island, I keep calling it that, because I've heard Plainview all my life, um, Plainville, um, then tomorrow, that'll be tomorrow morning, Thursday morning, um, will be, what the fuck is the word, um, uh, um, tomorrow morning, uh, sorry, the following morning will be Thursday morning, I'm, that's the word, I am very tired today, I apologize, Thursday morning will be Moon Knight's finale, um, then Thursday evening we have Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, um, which will probably be our only movie this week, uh, Friday morning we have The Flash, um, and then Friday evening, uh, if I watch both, it'll be Under the Banner of Heaven, and, um, what's it called? It'll be Under the Banner of Heaven in the evening, so, that'll be going on there. Uh, next weekend, I may review Crush, the Hulu original movie, um, just to see, you know, what that's all about, because I need more content, um, so yeah, Crush may be on the list, too, um, so yeah, so I'm just about at work, uh, we'll wrap up there for today, and we'll be back with all of this cool stuff as the week progresses, I think I gotta be more picky and choosy with what TV I cover, because the amount of TV I cover, it's, it's a little obscene, I mean really, I mean the girl from Plainview is ending this week, so it's not like that's gonna be going on and on and on past this point, um, it's like, it's, it's ending, uh, it's ending this week, so that'll be done, and then we'll be moving on from there, um, so, uh, so yeah, so we'll be back with all of that, and until then, have your, oh, if you want to hear what my thoughts on CinemaCon are, head over to 30 Minute Reviews, where we have, uh, CinemaCon coverage, um, and, you know, coverage of Fantastic Four director leaving, uh, the departure of Justin Lin from, uh, what's it called, from, uh, that, uh, from Fast 10, um, and, and all of the other things, um, so, if you want to hear all of that, um, and more, head over to, um, what's it called, um, head over to, uh, 30-minute reviews, where I have those up, so until then, have a great rest of your week. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know, it's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com Internet for details.